things when I've been marking medical student exams over the years and there was this one bit where I was asking them what the what the, a feature that stabilised the ankle was and somebody wrote down Spanish ape and I, I was really foxed by this and then eventually a colleague said oh god I know what it is and I said well have you been lying to them and he said no I said that the two bones at the ankle grip onto the the talus which is the top bone of your foot and they form a sort of spanner shape and obviously the student <laughs> had just written this down and it, it kind of you know, it's like esoteric knowledge. And of course, what's nice about anatomy and the stuff that I do is it's not actually esoteric, it's quite accessible. Well, that's what I found difficult, is when I found out that the song about the head bone connected to the neck bone actually does have some inaccuracies in it, which is one of the reasons that I didn't do very well in anatomy. This is the problem with a lot of 30s songwriters. It's not, it's not a mnemonic for an exam, that particular song. I don't think, that, I don't think that's how it was invented. <laughs> it wasn't passed from anatomy students to anatomy students. Because uh, why would you put a chorus in? If you've got a, a, a mnemonic, why would you have a bit that goes, dem bones, dem bones, in the middle of it like that? <laughs> That, that, that was one of the problems that, I think that I was marked slow, down for racism uh, would, in the modern age. That would age. slow you up during a vibe uh, if in the middle of it all you had to pause maybe it's the rib cage and go dum, 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 and, then, and then start again. Like it's alright, well we've talked about the fact that because, uh, we're, sorry, we're, this, we're not mainly going to be talking about uh, how science and comedy mix but it's just because the first one and we were just yes, intrigued as to, because uh, we were, I originally we talked about the fact that bonobos are, are a fantastic ape uh, to create humour from because they're the only uh, ape with a fashion sense. Not merely the the fact that they rub genitals together to uh, ease a fight situation, but also if they find a dead rat or a cockroach, uh, they place it on the head and march around. Uh, <laughs> and that's true; they parade around, showing off their hat. Really? Their dead. Yeah. So that's that's why again, why physics I find oh, much harder. Really, this went television because there's three people just staring at me completely <laughs> blankly. I just want to report that because it's right. Anyway, Alice, you recently did a series about the out of Africa theory, the fact that the whole of humanity actually began from Africa. It's an amazing human journey isn't it? The great human journey. The incredible human journey. The incredible human journey. I said, <laughs> I said to, I said to I BBC, found it great and amazing. Can I make it quite clear? Things. I said to the BBC, you can't call it the incredible human journey because the incredible journey is a story about, I think, two dogs and a cat trying to find their way home. <laughs> yeah, it is. That would be fantastic if it was two so dogs. basically what you're saying is that humanity's family moved uh, and humanity <laughs> followed them. So what you're really saying is your series was about the fact that most animals are telepathic. Yeah. Good. Did you think that these programmes have been any way controversial? Because I know that you got a lot of letters. I mean, did, did you expect that anthropology, the, the human journey, would be a controversial programme? I don't think so, because um, we were presenting something which is very much the consensus view that most anthropologists agree about. But it was quite strange, actually. And it, and it, it almost seemed that some of the criticism of it or some of the some of the responses people were bringing about it were more to do with the fact that they felt uncomfortable with the idea that humans had actually evolved as a species which which i found quite shocking because i kind of started off with the you know that that's that's kind of a given but i think i think quite a few people still have difficulty with that idea at what point? Because we're all hearing this debate going on and on and on and on and on, and people who just went essentially ram their fingers in the ears and go la 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 la. And at what point do you have to go? Fine, go for it. Knock yourselves out. The rest of us are going to carry on looking up stuff and finding stuff and learning things. You know, is it important this particular debate, or is it just is it just time wasting at this stage? I don't think it is time wasting, and I think that it's still important to engage with people, even if they're starting off from the point of view of really not wanting to believe you. And I think that if you lay the evidence out on the table, and certainly when it comes to the evolution of our own species, we've got we've got such a lot of evidence now, and also we've got a lot of evidence from different branches mm. of science. And you kind of think, I can't believe that people can look at all of the evidence I've kind of laid out here and not engage with it and start to think, 
maybe there is something to it after yeah, all. It becomes... Maybe the fact that you've got some, a story coming out of genetics and fossils and archaeology and it all seems to be coming together, yeah. surely there's something in it. Oh, but it'll never come together as there are two chapters at the start of a book uh, which explain this very neatly. And plus, how often do you need to hear the words, well, you say it's only a theory. Uh, <laughs> without having to go through the definition of what a theory means. I mean, of, of all the sciences, the paleontology is one of the ones. Like, I mean, somewhere between when I was in school and when I grew up, the brontosaurus died out again uh, because it was around. And I remember being in all the little books of dinosaurs when I was a kid. And then when I became an adult and I had to buy the book for my own kid, suddenly no brontosaurus anymore. Well, the brontosaurus is gone. The brontosaurus is gone. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. I know. Yeah, 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 the brontosaurus is gone. Know yeah. that it's the only animal to become extinct twice. It's an uh, evil dinosaur. It's been re- it's been written yeah. out of well, the so history. They, wrong, they put the wrong bones together. So they changed that the whole Loch Ness thing because it looked a bit like one of those. That's all gone. They to change it now. It doesn't have a big long neck yeah, yeah. anymore. It has some sort of. Are we all on the triceratops? Uh, I think so. Yeah, and, and the ankylosaurus. Yeah, and by the way, is the velociraptor actually?